Ready for the best year you've ever had? Let's chat about where to set your focus to make sure that happens. Welcome to the Unashamedly You podcast, a space to enlighten, encourage, and empower you to go out and unashamedly be who God is calling you to be. I am your host, Jamie Herndon. I pray you hear less of me and more of him as you listen to today's episode. Let's grow together. get started in today's podcast, I am so excited to announce the next part of the Unashamedly You community. We have the event. Of course, you're coming to that in September. We have the podcast dropping every single Friday. And now we also have a Facebook community group. You guys, this group was created with you in mind. We wanted to create a safe place where we can learn, grow, and pursue what God is calling us as individuals to do and to be able to do it unashamedly. In this community, we're going to have weekly Zoom on topics that are going to help you to pursue your God-given goals and dreams. We're going to have weekly lives. We are also going to have daily scriptures, devotions, and you'll be able to create friendships to last a lifetime. There's no doubt we were created for such a time as this, and I could not be more excited to meet you wherever you are on life's journeys. So make sure you go to unashamedlyyou.com and select to join this new group. I can't wait to grow together. So I am really excited because this is the first podcast of this year. And I have on here the most special guest that I will ever have in my opinion on here today. And this is for women, unashamedly you. But my husband, Matt, has something that has really blessed our home. It's blessed us. It's blessed our family immensely. And there is no one I would rather share this podcast with than this space with, especially on the first podcast of 2023. And I am really excited to do that. So I touched on it, our last podcast, about how we set our goals and the things that we do for that. If you did not listen to that, it's episode seven. And I talked about the very first thing we do is giving goals. So this is something we started a couple years ago. And like I said, it's just been a huge blessing for our family. And I cannot wait to be able to share it with all of you. So babe, if you will, just go ahead and, um, and explain a little bit about the giving goals, how we got started doing it and, and what it's about. Well, before we dive in deep, let me just say, I feel like I finally made it in life. Like I have finally hit a level of success by being on the Unashamedly You podcast. <laughs> you know, typically I am the the behind the scenes person. I, I often call myself the pack mule of Unashamedly You. Um, Jamie is the the pretty face, and I'm just the the labor behind the scenes. So I'm honored to be here. I love seeing what you're doing. I love seeing the impact that you're making. Uh, I know you don't share often how many messages you get and how many words of encouragement you get from people who are saying what you're putting out there is is helping it's changing my life it's impacting my day and my it's inspiring me to be brave and to go out and to be myself and so i see all that nobody else really does so to be on here and to be a part of this is a it's a big honor and i'm excited to be here you had mentioned our giving goals and this is something that 
looking back, you know, you often hear people ask, what was a turning point in your life? What was a just a comet striking your house, major event that you just walked out and said, I'm forever changed? Very rarely do people have just this flash of light moment. Um, And this wasn't necessarily just one of those moments, but it's definitely a time where I can say from that point forward, our entire lives have changed. Never been the same, and Lord willing, they never will. But before we really dive too deep into this, I really want to set some precedent here. If you are not a church-attending, Bible-believing Christian, the rest of this podcast really won't apply to you, and it probably won't even make sense. So I would suggest maybe skip to next week. If, let's take this to the next level, this is really a, if you're looking at college, it would be a 201 class. It's, it's a step up from the beginner class. Uh, and with that, what I mean is if you are not giving of your tithe regularly, your 10%, same thing, skip ahead. This is not going to benefit you. If you go to church and you are not giving of your tithe and your 10% regularly, Talk to your pastor. Have them explain it to you. You absolutely will not be blessed until you begin that very basic step. Now, if you check the boxes that we've talked about, you, uh, you attend church, you are faithfully giving of your tithe, which is a 10% of your increase, then this podcast is for you. And this is something that we're going to talk about. And I'm going to share really our story and really kind of like I said, just the pivotal moment in our lives. Okay, before I really dive deep, I got one other thing I want to cover. We're talking about giving, and we're talking about providing to your church, your local assembly. What we're going to talk about is really, it's a deeply personal, and it's really a deeply private topic. I'm going to be vulnerable here. One thing uh, I have been blessed over the years to do is interview, at this point, I think I'm bumping onto the hundreds of people in the work of God and church and business. And one of the things I often tell them is when we are talking and you're telling your story, details matter. Details are what really stick with people. You know, if you just say, you know what, I I gave an offering and the Lord blessed me and he really blessed me. Well, if somebody's idea of blessing is $50, that's what's going to stick in their mind when you say that. But if you gave 500 and you got 5,000, that's going to shock them out of their level of thinking and out of their comfort zone. And so that's what I'm going to do today is I'm going to share more details than I probably normally would, but it's for a reason. And in no way am I trying to impress you, but I really want to impress upon you how good God is, how he is absolutely no respecter of persons, And how what works for one person will undoubtedly work for the other as well. And so with all that, we've kind of covered all of our our grounds. Let's have some fun. So we're looking at probably 2012, 2013. We're we're really right at about 10 years into this now. We got our, our contribution statement from our church. And... When we got that in, I, I opened the envelope up, as we do every year, and just was curious what we had, had given. And I told you I'm going to be kind of transparent here. And one thing, one other thing, let me just say this. 
what is a big number to me may not be a big number to you. Everybody's in a different walk with God, but the principles still apply. So I just want you to keep that in mind as we as we discuss this. But I opened up our tithing contribution statement, and it showed that we had given right at $20,000 that year. And I remember my very first thought was, wow, $20,000 is a lot of money. And it is, undoubtedly so. You know, it wasn't many years before that that I was making $20,000 in a year. Uh, <laughs> so to be able to give that was was eye-opening, and I was excited about that. But then the very next thought that started creeping into my mind is you gave that without really trying, without really any effort. There was no conscious action on your part to hit that number. And so I started thinking about it and I thought, Lord, what would happen if we set a goal this year of what we wanted to give? What what would you do in this situation? And I really honestly, genuinely started praying about that for the next few days and about a week or two. Uh, and started asking God, Lord, I, I want to set a goal. What's a number? What should I put that at? Like, I have no clue. I, this is my first time to even think about that. And so I really felt impressed, whether it was me or it was the Lord. I felt impressed to increase our giving by $10,000. Now, when you talk $10,000, the original number was twenty. We're saying we're going to increase our giving by 50%. Well, it doesn't take a mathematician to realize that if you're going to increase your giving by 50%, typically your income has to increase by 50%. And that's a huge number. That was it, In that situation in our lives, I didn't have a clue how that was going to happen. Like, I didn't plan this knowing I had a bunch of stuff in the works and this was just a convenient deal. We had nothing going on at that point. But I sincerely locked in that year. Let's just say it was 2013, just for 10 years. Say, In 2013, I was going to give $30,000 that year to the work of God. And when I say the work of God, I'm meaning my local assembly, my local church, and I'm with complete hands-off allowing them and wanting them to do with that however they please. Uh, it's completely up to them. I have no say and I have no care. I trust that my bishop and my pastor, the leadership in our church, they're going to take care of that completely. My job's to give. But as the year started progressing, I actually started seeing deals that had no start before that started popping up and things started happening and the really the truly the windows of heaven started opening in our lives that year and we had started giving more than we had ever given before and i'll never forget just thinking throughout the year like this is in direct connection of us consecrating this year to having that set amount and because it was on the forefront of my mind all year long like i was constantly thinking about what I can do to, to hit that goal. And so December rolls around and we are at really probably early December. And I started calculating it out to the best of my knowledge. And I think we had ended it like, according to my calculations, right at 26 or 27,000, which was a major increase of what we had the year before. Uh, but I was still short and wasn't going to hit that goal. And man, I was literally bummed <laughs> to the point to where I was repenting. And I'm not kidding about this, like asking God to forgive me for not giving what I had set that goal on and set that goal of. And I was just bummed out about it for the you know next few weeks. Obviously did everything I could to scrape together what I could for the, the rest, but it wasn't anywhere near uh, what my calculations were. 
December ended of that year, I think it was 2013, so we were in January of 2014. And <laughs> as soon as the month ended, for the first time ever, I started hounding our, our church secretary for my contribution statement. And she was probably wondering, why on earth Matt Herndon's beating down her door nonstop asking? But I was just so eager to find out what it was. And I'll never forget the weekday. I went in the middle of the week, and she called and said that it was in the bookstore. So I went and grabbed the envelope. And if you're familiar with our church, our bookstore is adjacent to a uh, our what we call our rotunda. It's a, a big stained glass dome. It's gorgeous, absolutely beautiful. If you haven't seen it, you must. But I was walking across the rotunda when I ripped open that envelope and pulled out the, the paper, flipped to the last sheet, looked at the very bottom of the last sheet, and it said our giving for that year was $30,144. I was so excited. I literally shouted and screamed. I, I don't want to know what I sounded like right there in the middle of a, our stained glass rotunda. <laughs> but, you know, I, without a shadow of a doubt, God honored that sacrifice that year. We had hit that goal that was just unbelievably large in my mind. Because, you know, I said it wasn't too many years before that I was making 20000 It really wasn't too many years before that that we were making 30000 a year. And that year we were able to give that. And we have watched from that point forward every year at the end of the year, I once again, I'll pray and I'll, I'll ask God and I'll say, God, you know, what, what should my goal be this year? And my focus throughout the year is what can I give to the kingdom of God? And how much can that be? But think about it this way. The year that we give, and it's not impossible to think about, but the year we give a million dollars in a year, we're not going to make $1.1 million that year. We're not going to just be eating beans and rice in order to give to the kingdom. God blesses your efforts. He blesses your sacrifices in abundance. There's actually a scripture at 2 Corinthians 9-11. It says, you will be enriched in every way so that you may be generous on every occasion, which is producing through us thanksgiving to God. It's saying you're going to be enriched by your giving. And we've seen that. And so every year since that period, we have increased our giving. Some years have been a stretch. Some years have been <laughs> uh, big, lofty goals. And now I'll tell you, there have been years where we haven't hit that stretch goal. But I can humbly say God's blessed to where every year it's increased. Now we're at the point to where we're giving multiples of of that original goal. It's humbling to say, and it's, it's sometimes scary to think about, but it's also more than anything, it's exciting. And it's exciting to see what our contributions are doing through our local community, with our church, around the world, with missions. You know, there is a thought, though, that if you want to increase your income, tithe on what you want to make. So if you're wanting to make uh, $20,000 more a year, increase your tithing that amount. I've heard people do it. I'm not the biggest fan of that. And the reason for that is if you really want to increase your income for the year, and let's say double your income, you would have to double your tithe. Well, what happens in January, our faith is high and we're just, and we're, 
we're on our way to the moon and everything's going great, so we give our tithe on doubling our income. Well, February rolls around and you realize you've got way more month left at the end of your money. Uh, things are looking a little short. Things are looking a little tight. And you you think, well, God, I've overpaid last month, so I'm going to uh, just kind of make it right this month. I'm going to short a little bit, but it'll all balance out. I'm afraid all too often that's what happens when we increase our tithing to meet a goal. So what we do strictly is we pay 10% of our income, but where we pay the abundance is in our half shekel, which is our, you know, the 5% in our offering and in our missions. So that's where it is. Our every year, my tithing is right at 10% of what we've made. And then everything else is just added on top of that. But, you know, we've seen over the years, God multiply and bless in ways that we've never imagined. So this is our testimony of how this giving goal works and what we personally do to to set a goal for our giving. This was not something that was taught to us. It was not anything we'd ever heard of. Like Matt said, he actually just opened up our contribution statement and we saw a number that we had never given before. When we saw that number, we thought we didn't even try to give this much. We didn't even realize we were giving this much. And that's whenever we started making it a conscious effort. What I love about it the most is Matt has said so many times, this is fulfilling the scripture more than anything else on seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these other things will be added unto you. We set all those goals. If you listened, like I said, to last week's episode, if you listen to episode seven, we talk about all of these other goals and dreams that we have and things that we write down. But the first goal we always set and we always talk about is our giving goal. And the reason why is because if we seek first the kingdom of God, if we are going after something that we want to give God first, then all these other things are going to be added. They will come. We don't have to worry about hitting these other goals. As long as we are seeking God's kingdom first, we know, especially in the business goals or in financial goals, in debt goals. All those things are going to come whenever we're seeking God's kingdom first. So that is kind of how the giving goals work and some of the things and the blessings that it has brought to our lives personally. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. You know, I've been blessed to share this story at my church a time or two. I've been incredibly blessed to travel to other churches and share this. So you may have already heard this, and if you did, my apologies. But my follow-up question is, are you doing it? So we are in the first week of January. If you have given previously, like I said, if you hadn't, you shouldn't even be listening to this point. But if you gave last year, get your contribution statement in, see what that is, and humbly, sincerely pray and ask God what a goal would be for next year. And set that goal. Lock it in. So we've actually, uh, over the years, printed our goals off, what we wanted to give this year, next year, a few years down the line, and we had that and taped them to our bathroom mirror. So every morning, that's the first thing that we saw. And you know, I've learned over the years, and this is so true, when you look at a photo in a frame hanging on the wall, you're looking at a moment in the past. You're looking at a a picture from a time previous, and there's nothing wrong with that, obviously. We all have pictures and all over the place. But when you look at a goal and you look at something you're going to do, something you're going to have, something you're going to give, You're actually looking into the future, and you're looking into where you're going. And so the more often you see that, it starts really doing something to your mind. It starts doing something to your subconscious. 
where you're starting ingraining in your mind, I'm doing that. I'm giving this. I'm going to go there. I'm going to own that. And so I really encourage people to write this stuff down. Put it somewhere where you see it. Like I said, our bathroom mirror, everybody usually that's the first thing you see in the morning. And that's where we put ours. And it, it worked and it haunted me sometimes. But I can promise you that it helped too. So there are actually a ton of scriptures on this. I'm not just completely pie in the sky flying out of nowhere here. But there are, there are several. And I'm going to read just a couple for you. Obviously, one of the most well-known is he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. You mentioned, and this is, really is the truth, I've never, in my opinion, seen a better fulfillment of the scripture, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. But the most exciting part of that is, what's the rest of it? And all these things will be added unto you. And so by us setting that goal, God's increased the income, but we're able to freely pass that on. Malachi 3.10. This is one of the most famous scriptures, but it's so true. And it's such a, a powerful test of your faith. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and try me now in this says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. Try him. The Bible says test him. See for yourself that God will open up those windows of heaven. But here's what's so crazy. The very next scripture, this isn't read as much. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground. Now, who's the devourer? What's the devourer? I don't know. But how often have you, like I said earlier, ended the month, you had more month than you had money? How many times have you looked at your account, done your budget, and you realized, uh, where'd the money go? We still have bills. We still have to eat. We still have to pay for gas. It feels like our money's just dwindling, and it's in a funnel of some sort. It's just we can't seem to get our heads above water. I believe that's the devourer sometimes, where if we give, the Bible says, I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. That's the follow-up scripture to bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and try me now in this. And so we've seen, we've got the backup here. You know what's so exciting, and Jamie says this often, and I absolutely love it. We fully believe, and we fully stand on, Acts 2.38. We fully believe, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. We fully believe one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Why do we believe that? It's because it's in our Bible. You can read it in black and white. You see it right there. Where we miss a lot of times and what we don't go back to are these scriptures that are just a few pages away. And if you believe one, you can believe the other. If you take one to the bank, you can take the other to the bank. God is faithful, and he's no respecter of person. That's what's the most exciting about this, is what he's doing for us, what we've seen him doing for others. He can do it for you listening to this podcast right here. So if you are wondering how to do giving goals and what you should do and what you should set, or if you have not ever even heard of this, if this is your first time to hear about giving goals, 
like I said, we really, honestly, Matt came up with this on his own. Like he decided that that's what we were going to do. And we have done it every single year. Like you said, some years have been a stretch. Some years we've, you know, not been able to give that amount. But every single year we have watched our income increase that we have done this. And then some years we've been able to give exponentially more than what we were able to give the year before. And I know that it is only because we are putting God first, seeking him first, pouring into his kingdom, and we're watching him. The Bible says, ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it will be opened unto you. If you really believe, like he said, I say it so often and so many times, the plan of salvation is not the only thing that God has for you. He has so much more in store. He has abundance. He's the God of abundance. He owns the cattle of a thousand hills. I was talking to someone the other day and I said, he's not talking about heaven. In heaven, there's mansions and he describes all of heaven, but he also talks about on earth. He owns the cattle of a thousand hills. He said that because that's ours. We can have it if we go after it, if we go for it and we seek after him, we put him first, we pour into his kingdom. The only way that we are able to give is through him. Also, we do not set that burden on ourselves. I truly believe God sets the burden on your heart of things that he wants you to be able to give. How many of you are listening to this and you have had an offering plate pass by or you've had a missionary come through and they were taking up something for your church and you had a number pop in your head and you're like, oh, I wish so bad I could give that amount, but I can't. Like physically, I cannot give that amount. Something that I thought about a couple years ago When that amount has popped in my head before, and honestly, we just could not give it. I mean, we wanted to, but there was no way that we could possibly do that. We gave as much as we could, but we couldn't do the amount that really came to our head or the amount that I would love to have given. I always think that amount did not come from me and that amount sure didn't come from the enemy. So that amount come to me for a reason and I will hang on to that and I'll say, Lord, I can't give it today, but there's going to be a day that I'm going to give that. And so I know that if I keep seeking you first, if I keep putting you first, and if I keep pouring in to your kingdom, then you are going to bless that and you're going to bless that seed that we are sowing. And so I pray that this blessed you. I cannot wait to hear all of the things that come from this and the giving goals that all of our listeners set, because I know that you guys are going to go and you're going to set these huge, amazing giving goals. This is going to bless the kingdom of God and God's work all over the States, all over the world. And I can't wait to hear the fruits of this podcast. Thank you so much, babe, for joining me on here tonight. I know that We have three kids. We have a dog now too that we had to put up and quiet down. Um, And so it wasn't that easy for us both, but we made it work. And I'm so thankful that you hopped on here with me, that you have believed in me. And I'm excited about the giving goals that we are setting for this year. And let me leave you with this one last scripture, this one last challenge and challenge yourself with this. I don't remember ever reading this before. Read the Bible through. 10 plus times, but I, I saw this today. Proverbs eleven twenty four and 25. One gives freely, yet grows all the richer. Another withholds what he should give and only suffers want. Whoever brings blessing will be enriched, and one who waters will himself be watered. So I challenge you. Jamie's already said it. She's already put it out there. 
pray about it, fast about it, set a goal for what you want to do for the work of God. And one thing I tell people often, if you don't have money, that's fine. You have time. And so if you can't give of your finances because you're not making any, give of your time. Set aside time goals or do a combination of both. But work toward and for the kingdom of God and see what he does in your life in 2023. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast, the very first podcast of this year. If you've not already subscribed to our podcast, what are you waiting on? Make sure you subscribe, like, and leave us a review and let us know how much you are loving these episodes. Thank you so much. All of the kind messages that I'm getting, honestly, they are so appreciated and they always come at the perfect time. Thank you so much for sending them and letting me know that you are enjoying this podcast. Also, make sure to share this and let your friends know what's going on and this new podcast that we have out. If there's someone that you feel needs to be on this podcast, make sure to send me a message and let me know. I would love to have more guests on. I'm so grateful to have you a part of the Unashamedly You community. Let's go have the best year we've ever had.